and Groove Lounge. Welcome to the Needle and Groove Lounge, an unscripted podcast establishment serving sips and spins since 2020. You're tuned in to The Last Call, our new music discovery and criticism segment at The Lounge. This week, we feature our good buddy Kirk on The Last Call. Kirk was our esteemed guest in the final week of the March Madness theme month. Be sure to check out episode 10, our Americana episode, to hear who took the gold for that week and for the month. This week on The Last Call, as always, we serve up a wide range of genres and styles. Will the tracks get a pound, a sip, or the no sip? On this episode, we've got a rockin' single from a few prolific songwriters. A track from Irish post-rockers, followed by a track from a vinyl-only LP featuring southern gospel and blues singers. We close out with some swampy, quote-unquote, denim-worn rock, and then a wild ride of a track by a screamo, metal, hardcore-ish band. We hope you enjoy. Also, on Thursday, April 1st, we're hosting a new segment called Open Bar. The open bar will be a live session where we want you, our listeners, to come on the show and serve up a track for the pound, sip, or no sip segment. The link for the show can be found on our Instagram, Needle Groove Lounge, in the bio. We'll be live from 8.45 to 11.45 on the Zoom link. Feel free to stop by any time during that window and serve up a song. We've got a bunch of people lined up and it's sure to be a blast. Again, the link is in the bio, the Zoom link, Needle Groove Lounge. Well, thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to send this pod to other music lovers in your life, and we hope to see you this Thursday at the Open Bar. Let's start with what the fellas are drinking. All right, here we are, folks. We are at the last call at the lounge, our new music discovery and criticism round. We still got our good buddy, Kirk. Um, What's up, Kirk? Um, as you would have listened Hello. to, as you should have, you should listen to March Madness week four um, to see who took the big win. I'm not going to share who took the big win. You should go listen to it if you haven't. We'll round out shame. March Madness. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, <laughs> we'll close out March it's Madness. Just because week. Rob won. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, sweet. All right. We're going to jump is. into the last I would call. agree with that, even if. Exactly. You won in your heart. In your heart, Rob, you won. Um, I'm always a winner. Exactly. You won every week. Um, <laughs> sweet. So let's dive into the last call of new music discovery and criticism round where we put serve up songs from the last four or five months or upcoming signals, uh, singles, um, and we criticism, uh, criticize them. We give a pound of our beer if we love it. We give a sip if we think it's just fine. And we give a no sip, ouch, if it's not for us, if we're just disgusted by it. Um, let's start first with what we're drinking, what you're putting back, what you're serving up. Uh, Kirk, what you, what you got? What are you putting back for the pound sip, no sip criticism? All right. So I've advanced from a near beer, which when it was back when it was uh, uh, 9.30 in the morning when we recorded the other pod in Australia. Now it's actually afternoon. It's 12.08 PM in Perth, Western Ooh. Australia. So I could be drinking some heavy shit, but That's right. um, uh, I'm keeping it pretty light still. Um, just a, another little bit of background about Australian beer. There's a, there's a kind of, uh, there's a category of beer here called mid beer or midi, uh, which is a beer that's like no greater than 3.5% ABV. And basically every brewery puts one out. Um, it's, uh, just for kind of, kind of like a session ale, I guess in the States, but, um, yeah. 
not not necessarily session nails can be a lot of different styles usually a midi is a logger um and it's just for people who are kind of the designated driver usually or something like or just uh, as a, actually justin's buddy alex used to call it a shower beer that's what i like to think uh, of it as. <laughs> there you okay. go. I, I never drink a beer until alex called something a shower beer shower i never beer. drink a beer in the shower until he said that and i was like oh that's a good idea that's a great idea so yeah, that's a great idea it's, anyway it's, it's one of the best beers you could ever have in your day is my opinion. that's right <laughs> but it's something lighter right it's got to be drinkable you're not gonna drink a porter in the shower or something like that probably unless you're an alcoholic um no offense <laughs> if you do do that i don't care but uh the other thing about Australian beer is that I mentioned this uh, in the other pod, but um, it's not super avant-garde yet. There's some, it's still up and coming in terms of craftiness. Uh, and there's not a lot of wild uh, stuff out there, a lot of wild ales, which is something I really got into before we moved here in, in the U.S. And now it's probably passe there, but um, there is a really good company out in the East Coast in New South Wales called um, Wildflower, which does only only wild ales and open fermented stuff. And they have something called an organic table beer, which is just a very simple 2.9% ABV, highly drinkable, but wild fermented ale. And they, and they get all their yeasts from the Australian bush. Like they, they, you know, they source their, their wild yeast from, from Australia and and everything. So it's a, it's a pretty legit operation. And um, uh, I really like their stuff. So that's what I'm having. Awesome, Kirk. Yeah. And again, folks who haven't listened yet to the last episode, Kirk is on as a friend of Justin and an avid lounge listener. Um, But he helped us out with our uh, week four Americana um, episode. He's he's tuning in from uh, Australia. So awesome. Thanks. Uh, J-Mac, what you got? First of all, shout out to Alex and Emily, who Kirk was referencing. They're opening a brewery in um, Hudson Valley called Last Enjoy Brewery. Okay. Uh, It's going to be great. Yep. And all shower uh, beers, hundred percent shower beers. All shower beers. <laughs> the, the, the bar is a shower. You just drink at it. That'd be great. I mean, there um, seems like there was a naming thing there they could have done besides last enjoy shower. But that'd be great. Um, and Katie did the design work for the logo for the. Oh, cool. Brewery, so, yeah. um, I am having a um, kind of a. I think of it as a classic now, which, which, and we were talking about Sessionelles, is the uh, Carton Boat Beer as my beer oh, cool. tonight. It's uh, 4.2%. that's the shower beer that we were at Carton Brewery. Yeah, we were when we had it. a great shower oh, beer. That's the only, the only real time I hung out with that dude. All coming yes. back. That was 10 years ago, probably. So I'm drinking uh, the shower beer, and it, it it's boat beer, and it's going to relate to my song tonight because I'm much like the 60s psychedelic Ooh. picture behind us. I'm going to play us some cosmic music for my pick tonight. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Nice. There we nice. go. A little hint, hint, hint. Uh, Rob, why don't you and you and Fred, for our listeners, Fred, Rob's dog is in the screen right now. Sorry, he's being a real nudge when, uh, when, when my, my wife, Jelly, goes to sleep. He comes in and hangs out with me because he gets upset when we're in two different rooms. Okay. So this is Shout my way of getting too. Rob and Jelly expecting in geez, a, couple, a month. Right. About a month, about a month little, and a half. Nice. Yeah, little baby weeks. girl coming, little baby girl. Hey, 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 hey. Henrietta, big ups to her. Um, yeah, so this is my way to get Fred to go away because if I give him too much love, he'll just go asleep gotcha. and leave. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I have uh, our Notch Brewing Kolsch. Beautiful. Which are, is our version of the Cologne-style golden ale, uh, top-fermented, sort of half, uh, half ale, half lager, classic beer from the yep. city of Cologne. Uh, it's delicious. Um, and I love it. Love so, it. Awesome. All coaches are also good shower beers. Like coaches are very good shower beers. In the shower. There you go. Love it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Bones, what you got? Uh, I'm going with a new one from uh, Victory 
It's the Brotherly Love Hazy oh, nice. IPA. Yeah. Um, yeah. New one from local Philly area brewery. Always love what they put out. Yeah, I love Victory. Yeah. Love Victory. Yeah, Classic. great brewery. Yeah, they were one of like the first like breweries to start having like people come to the actual brewery and like eat mm. food and mm-hmm. stuff. They've been around forever. Oh, uh, yeah. What was their here. flagship? Because I used to drink that down down south too. What was the flagship? Yeah, there was the Prima Pills was Prima, one. Prima Pills, Prima Prima Pils Pils one. for sure. Golden I drank a lot monkey. of Prima Pills in Florida. Yeah. Oh, the Golden Monkey everyone drank. That was when everyone was at the high alcohol beers. Yeah. yeah Golden Monkey. It's like, golden I can drink yeah, one Golden not, Monkey and be uh, like, ah. Hop, Those are hop, bathtub beers. Hop Devil, right, exactly. hop devil was their, yeah, yeah their hop big IPA. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Uh, and I'll close this out <laughs> with the beer. I think I had a few weeks ago because I remember us talking about the, the, the cover art. I'm thinking of albums, but the, the, the beer art. It's Collective Arts. Um, so it's the beer I picked up at Johnny Brenda's. We were talking about venues. So it's the Hazy State Double Dry Hopped IPA. Um, the super cool cover of a tatted up dude. You can really see it with a nose ring and incredible <laughs> beard um it's a new england style uh ipa it's it's great um again i got it at johnny brenda's supporting the local venue but sweet all right um cool let's uh let's dive in so Eric, you used to have was it a nose ring or you had a lip ring was it a, nose a ring and a beard and, and some tattoos once in my life but it wasn't <laughs> wait, wait a that second guy. that is you <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Turkey, 20 you in 2009 you had a lip ring too oh he said no not at the same time but i yeah i had a lip ring and then later i had a nose ring and and now I don't have any rings. Just Ho- Hooper, Hooper yeah. stud. Ho- hoops both times. Ooh. Okay. Well, yeah, Rob, you had, the, you had the hoop. Rob had the hoop. Rob had I the switched. I, I, could, I could switch between, but I, yeah. Hoop, hoop is my mainstay. <laughs> Wait, no, you always had the, the lip. No, no, I had, I had a stud for a bit. No, you didn't. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, Which part of your that. face, though? What? Lip. Uh, yeah. lip. But, yeah. You know, yeah. I had, I had the, the emo swoop and the, the yeah. whole situation. You did. It was a thing. It's a great thing. Bring it back. Um, all right, <laughs> let's uh, let's dive in. So, last call. Um, who wants to go first? Um, Kirk, I feel like you know you've been listening, so you know the rules. I'm not going to go over too much of them for that. Um, but uh, does anyone want to dive in? Feeling confident about their song? Feeling good? Feeling lucky? Um, for the pound sip, no sip. I'll go, man. Just to right. Oh wow! Look at this. Yes. Guess going it. first. I'm, I'm eager, eager beaver. Let's do it. But let's again, I'm gonna have to copy paste this link into oh, yeah, the thing. Right. Someone else okay. is gonna have to. All right, send it, send it, it out. Send it out. So but, you know what um, what I've got is uh, this is um, Bill Callahan and Bonnie Prince Billy featuring Cassie Berman. They put out a couple tracks recently yep. that are um, covers. This is the Wild Kindness, which is a cover. Um, Who's Silver David Juice. Berman's first band? The Silver Juice. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, thanks. It's a Silver Juice cover. When um, David Berman, you know, passed away last year, the Purple Mountain guy. Yeah. And um, RIP, this is another shout out to Russ. I don't want to shout out to Russ too much or I'll get a, a big head about it, but Russ put me <laughs> onto, onto, um, onto the Silver Juice, really, and then the Purple Mountain stuff. Um, oh. And I've always been a huge Bonnie Prince Billy fan. Bill Callahan sometimes wants me to put, puts me to sleep, but um, this track is, uh, I think, is pretty fucking good so i feel like for our listeners who haven't listened we mentioned lucinda williams came up in the last podcast and i won't say why but there was a um i feel there was some commentary about (coughs) want to love her but can't and that's not my perspective but bill callahan someone that's similar for me it's like i want to so bad Mm -hmm. and i love i think dream river i loved dream river some of the other stuff like i want to and i try i just like i don't keep coming back to it so i I resonate with with you dude i'm actually with you yep yeah yeah, so the wild kindness. 
Wild Kindness featuring Cassie Berman, Bill Callahan, and Bonnie Prince Billy. Uh, Kirk, you said that's a... I know those guys have been like pumping out singles. Is that a, another single or, or is that going to yeah, be a, I don't know. like an album? No? Yeah. Justin might know something about this, uh, but uh, as far as I... I don't know. I, it's, an, it's a single, but yeah. I don't know if it's a part of the bigger project or not okay. yet. Yeah, because yeah, they've been they've been pumping stuff out. Yeah, I, I feel like with the collaborations with Matt Sweeney and... Oh, they're putting out... We've talked about that many times, but yeah, yeah they're putting stuff out. Yeah, yep. Super Wolves yeah. album is going to come out with Matt Sweeney and Bonnie Prince Billy. But I think the stuff with Bill Callahan has just been like they did yeah. some like live stuff for during the pandemic, and they've just continued to throw yeah, out awesome. some singles. Yeah, I had another one come out just a couple of days ago. That one was from a few weeks back. But okay. um, yeah, yeah, prolific. That guy, guitar yeah. is from that. That guitar is from that Viva Last Blues record, the Palace Brothers record. If you ever listen to that one, it's that's oh, the guitar okay. sound that the Bonnie Prince Billy's pulled back out, which I, I really dig that. But oh, it's a great guitar sound. It's like yeah, like it's crazy, distorted, right? but like kind of away from the mic. Like you're not like getting like this like metal distortion. But yeah, and the original, yeah, the original Silver Juice track is. Uh, I mean, they do a faithful cover like melodically, but then that guitar just changes the changes, whole thing. Yeah, the feel. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, let's put it up. Uh, Bones, why don't you start? What you got? Yeah. Got his, let's see, pulling it back. Hey, oh, solid sip. Giving it a good sip. Okay. Uh, I, re- I really did like the track. Um, kind of like what you guys had said before. I, I've always struggled to get into Bill Callahan, even Bonnie Prince Billy. To, like, I'm not like super familiar with their stuff, but like of what I've heard, I, I've had a little difficulty like fully immersing myself in it. So, I mean, I like that track. That was good. Um, but I think I'd have to like revisit it a couple of times to really get probably get a feel or, or really get into it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Fair solid enough. sip. J-Mac reaching for that beer. It's got the can, no glass. Interesting. He's pounding it folks. It's going all back. Correct. A correct pound. Solid pound. Yep. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. That's in your wheelhouse. Yeah. It's my wheelhouse. Um, two reasons I liked it. Um, Actually, I have not listened to any of that. I haven't heard that, and I haven't listened to any of their collaboration stuff, even though I like both yeah. artists individually. The reason that I liked it is similar. After I got into Purple Mountains, I had never listened to the Silver Jews previous to then getting, and then kind of went backwards and got into that stuff. And then um, it, the sound is very similar to the... It's a good cover in that it's not the same, but it's very similar to the... Um, when Stephen Malcolmus gets involved with the Silver Jews as well. So I like the play of Bonnie Prince Billy with um, yeah. O'Callaghan. It's, it's yeah, cool. There's some pavement in there for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can feel that. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Rob, notch up. Notch to lips. And... <laughs> Solid sip. Solid sip. Okay. Yeah, tell us more. Um, I don't know if I could add much more that would be more articulate than what uh, Jesse said. It's a solid tune. Got it. Um, you know, like uh, some artists that I've been aware of and like do enjoy, but like have also, you know, not struggle, but like yeah, get into occasionally. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Solid sip. Two sips in a pound. I'll go next. 
I'm going to go with a pound, partly because when you said Bill Callahan, I was like, oh, man, I don't want to have to know Sip Kirk. Man, I like this guy. He's a good dude. <laughs> and then, with you, man. right, but then I think, honestly, if it was just Bill Callahan, I might have given it a sip or a no sip, but because of Cassie Berman, you can like, hear Bonnie Prince Billy coming through more. Like, they're not just trading, like, Bonnie, you take one verse. Bill, you take another one, which I think some of their other singles kind of do. This is like all of them singing together, I thought was super cool in general, like this kind of like the, the, the gang aspect approach to it was great and you already named it with the guitar solo i love that like the rawness of it um and also honestly i'm gonna get into this when i go with mine like i'm in a little bit of like a musical rut right now like usually like i get into a genre and i get deep into it and like right now nothing's really exciting me and that kind of excited me a little bit and maybe i'm on a high from our like our americana episode and like that you could argue that that fits in there somewhere. Um, yeah, I you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like Spawny Prince and all those guys. But yeah, I thought Post it was Americana, just like, your category. Yeah. Post Americana. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> so it just it, it felt cool. It, it felt interesting. I, I hope it I hope the project turns into something else. So I'm going to give it a pound because that was uh, it, it intrigued me. Awesome. Cool, Kirk. There you go. Um, what do we got? Two, two pounds and two pounds, two sips. Sweet. Awesome. I, quit. Um, I, I retire. have you listened to um since we're talking about bill have any of y'all listened to his his early stuff not him but the band smog that he was in similar i tried like i just never got into it yeah yeah i got some records because of you and winston basically and uh every now and then i'll put it on but it's just slow man like if that if that guitar was on every smog song i'd fucking love it but oh yeah you're (laughs) yeah Yeah. Are you a fan? You're a smog, smog guy, smog boy. I like a co- I like a couple albums. I, I think it's yeah. like a gateway. If you're into like, it is more rocking than just like straight up Bill Callahan yeah. singing like this into his guitar. Right. And then you, Which again, um, Dream River, I think is, <laughs> is that's the one that I, I go to the most if I'm going to listen to him. The others, oh yeah. yeah. His yeah. new album is good too. The newest. Oh, it's one. wicked long. Isn't it like a hundred tracks? It's long, right? It's long. It's a long boy. It's like, uh, I don't, I don't know. We were talking to somebody else the other day with like a 60 track album. Sam, Sam Gendel. Yeah, yeah, Sam Gendel. That was Who me. Cares? Yeah, Who cares? Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> I mean, 60, 60 tracks of Bill Callahan, man, that's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> 10 tracks, anybody's too many tracks. <laughs> 11 tracks, I'm out. Well, Kirk, you have a theory on that, right? That every great album, the greatest of albums is only, are only 10 tracks, right? 10 tracks or fewer. Yeah. I would yeah. agree. I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with that. You, you hit 11 tracks. You, well, isn't part you of that, up. part of that was just the LP format. You could only really fit 12 tracks really on a, on a album. <laughs> it's just it's a total kind of chronological of like accident. <laughs> no, it's too much music. All good no, music came really... before 1975. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a lot of other stuff involved in that. It's like, we're like, you, you, the human brain can only pay attention to something for 45, whatever the time yeah. is or something like Rob, that. Rob, we know it's you're like, biased. You like hardcore songs that are one second long. <laughs> oh, I think people put too much fucking bullshit in their songs. Like, get out. Got you. Got you. Well, Got people you. still want to hear songs. Like, I don't want to hear an eight-minute song. Cool. It could have been cool at four. Dude. Frank Black has that story about, you know, the Pixies were recording Doolittle and, uh, and someone was giving him shit about how short the songs were, two and a half minutes, um, blah, blah, blah. So he took them to the record store and they put on a Buddy Holly record and they're all like two and a half minute long oh, songs. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Is, exactly. It's fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> Rob, I'm not so. going to pick a fight with you, man, but Fish in the Sky are the longest songs ever. And I love them. <laughs> but like the songs you wrote were eight minutes long, man. Yeah, but that, that was, the, that was a, a distinct choice for the genre. And okay. I would argue that if you can't do teach, that's what he's. If you can't do teach, it's <laughs> yeah. a classic. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I would also say, yeah, if I'm writing pop songs, if I'm gonna go write like a pop song, that's like, okay. okay. No one's ever yeah. gonna hear my fucking bullshit songs on the internet. People, like, people heard your songs. People heard yeah, your yeah, songs. no one really heard them. I listened um, to them, but like, 
I'm not going to go write songs like, like I'm not going to write a folk song. I'm going to write a nine minute folk song. <laughs> like, the understanding of the genre is that they're going to be uh, nine uh, minutes uh, long. And that transitioned perfectly because I'm playing a post rock band right now. Uh, go ahead. You're the up. song is 15 you're minutes up. long. You're up. You're no, up. Yeah, you go. You go. You want to go? Go ahead. Why don't yeah. you go? It's very late. I'm going to listen to a 20 minute opus that is just <laughs> ambient music and we all fall asleep. That'd no. be great. Um, yeah. Uh, great post-rock band, uh, seminal post-rock band, God is an Astronaut from Ireland, just put out a new record, an actual record, uh, in f- uh, February, the beginning of February of this year, called okay. uh, Ghost Tapes Number 10. Sweet. Uh, original lineup for those who are a fan of God is an Astronaut, for anybody that's uh, familiar with the genre of post-rock, they are, they were, you know, your typical explosions of the explosions in the sky ask post-rock band with a lot of distortion uh that sort of stuff this record uh leans a little bit more towards the i would say like post metal like russian circles-esque uh sergeant house darker side uh and it's pretty fucking red so here's a song called specters from god is an astronaut off their new record goes to astronaut song Spectre. I'm going to start with um, Justin because uh, for our listeners, I don't know if we talked about this on air much. We, uh, I would love to see where you go with this because we know you as much as Rob hates guitar sax, you love double bass drum. Um, <laughs> and so Justin and it, didn't, it didn't kick in to the very end. So I, again, when I, when I edit the song, I'll try to get the double bass in. But for our listeners, like, hey, the double bass comes in at the very end there. I think we all perked up a little bit and looked at Daddy J-Mac like, oh, he's feeling it now. But Justin, go ahead. What are you, uh, what are you giving it? Is that, does it. that sway you? Does that sway you enough? Yeah, yeah. That was a pound, baby. <laughs> um, I... That's not why I originally went with. I'd already made up my mind before that, that came in. Okay, okay. I actually, oh, but, I, into- <laughs> but I knew, I knew, I was like, I was just sprinkling it, it in, and and then a little cherry on top, just boop. There you go, right for Justin. <laughs> I was gonna sip, but then when that came in, it went boom to a pound. Um, no, I think it's. Um, I think that that track was interesting, or they're interesting. I, I obviously have not heard them before, but like, um, it's a good mix of. I think in some ways, outside of a couple albums, I can I can get bored with um, explosions, um, but I think that album is cool in that it's like a mix of almost like Godspeed you Black Emperor, but with some but with some more like of of the uh, post punk kind of like cloud nothings that we listened to in the previous last call, like that type of. Um, more upbeat instead of like a, a full build up, it kind of just gets right into it. So I was digging that. And then double bass drum, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like also to that, like it had a lot of elements. We've talked about this before of like a genre, like post rock, but something 
something new is added to it. Like that had like mm-hmm. shoegaze in it a little bit and mm-hmm. like a little bit of metal. Some of those riffs were a little more metally than you'd maybe get from Explosions in the Sky who might be a little bit more like twinkly and in uh, that genre. So I thought that was cool. But yeah, I'll, I'll go next because of that because I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give a pound too to that same reason. Just like, again, I've been kind of bored with some genres and that's one that I've always been familiar with. Rob, you and I obviously like grew up on some of the stuff. We were big kind of like hardcore, post-hardcore dudes. Um, and I haven't listened to a lot of new stuff recently. Uh, and I think, again, if you're, if I don't know, I don't know that artist, that, that, that group, uh, have they put out anything else recently or in the last So their years? last album came out in 2018. Um, I got kind of, turned on to them through uh, a local band who's now a national band called Caspian. Oh, they play um, Caspian? They, they've, uh, Caspian actually opened for them on like their first couple of European tours. Oh, wow. God is the Astronaut is an Irish band uh, who's particularly humongous uh, in Europe. Okay. Um, so I got turned to them because Caspian was playing some tours with them and they have... Um, I think this might be their fifth or sixth record. And a lot of their earlier stuff is like sort of more like what you would associate with like classic post-rock sort of like crescendo-y stuff um, with a little bit of like that European bent where it has like some of those sort of like faster elements that this song had, you know, sort of like that double time beat and all that sort of stuff Um, with a little bit more piano that like sort of like Mogwai influence a little bit. Yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, I just discovered them through them and then discovered their whole catalog through that. Uh, I would say their 2000, 2012 or 15 self-titled record yeah. with there's a, a a guy walking into like a field of fire is their, probably their most well-known nice. record. Super post-rock right there. Like oh, that. it's it's hand-drawn. It's yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Two pounds. Uh, Bones, why don't you go next and we'll close out with, with Kirk. Beer up. Your lips and back, 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 back. Is he going for the home run? All the Triple way. Triple P. Triple P. Okay. Totally. Tell us, tell us more. Um, feeling it? Okay. Yeah. The uh, the post hardcore stuff. Since our hardcore episode, I've been diving back into it, and and I'm all in. And uh, I feel like the description of the hardcore explosions is just spot on. It was just yeah. really cool. Um, despite um, you know, not having any vocals on it it was like still pretty powerful and cool loved yeah, all definitely. the uh the dips and the highs yeah with they, it, so. they yeah they had built some nice like mm-hmm. yeah param like uh, some texture in there yeah sweet all right kirk close this out your your inaugural pound sip no sip what's he, what's <laughs> yeah. he giving putting that up solid sip. It's a sip okay i liked it um I have nothing articulate to say about it. I just, I don't listen to post-rock much. I'm yeah. not surprising probably that the Americana guy on the show doesn't listen to like double <laughs> kick drums, but the double <laughs> kick drum is actually puts me off of the song more than oh. it keeps me into it. No offense. Uh, ooh, like I, I much, I really like kind of heavier <laughs> shoegaze stuff. So that those elements of that song yeah. are cool. And then like my, my younger self, the, just the metal stuff that I would listen to when I was, you know, a very long time ago, I haven't listened to anything like that in so many years. So I would keep it on if it was on the radio and uh, I was by myself in the car or something. And, and, uh, but I, I probably won't go try to listen to that tomorrow. So. Fair enough. That fits the rubric. Well done. Awesome. Three pounds in a sip um, for God is an astronaut. Um, the song Spectre. Love it. Cool. Um, I'll, I'll go next. Cause I'm going to go completely the other direction of that and just to give some texture. So um, I have been sharing that, 
not that there's not new music out and uh, maybe I'll, I'll wait to say some of them at the end in case uh, Jesse and I, you and I have talked about some music, music this week. So maybe you'll play them, but I'm not going to play a couple of things that are newer. Um, partly because I don't know, I feel like I'm in this rut. Not that there's not good music coming out, but I just, I'm not getting into stuff in the way that I have in the last month or two. And then over the last couple of days, something came out and I've shared this before so we can debate and argue it. I don't really care. It is like a reissue. Um, like a compilation reissue of some stuff that was put out years ago. It's being put together. Um, and there's some connections that I want to make with it. It's an album that it's an album that just came out uh, in January or February. Um, and it's off this, uh, it's basically, it's Justin, you might know this actually. So it's from a record store in Oxford, Mississippi, who often puts out uh, records, compilations, a lot of kind of like unearthed stuff from folk blues, gospel type stuff. Um, and the, um, let me pull it up here. And so it's really, really, really cool. And it's only going to come out on vinyl. Like you're not going to be able to find mm. it. Uh, um, you're not going to be able to find it on any streaming devices or anything like that, which was kind of intriguing in a way. And I, I don't know if I love that, but it's kind of neat. Uh, and I, I bought the vinyl, so they, 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 they pandered to me, um, <laughs> which is cool. And I'm fine to give my money, but the, this is the record label, Justin, that um, you'll see here at the top of my screen. They call the hmm. end of all music in Oxford, o Oxford, Mississippi. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. Oxford is kind of the, the white Got collar it. of Mississippi. So I don't gotcha. really know. That's Northern Mississippi. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, but anyway, so mm -hmm. they put out a, an album called Hospitality's uh, State of, of Mind. And it's got these really cool gospel folk um, kind of tunes from this guy, George Mitchell, you're seeing here on the screen, who traveled throughout the South from 1962 to 1980s, kind of like, a, um, what's it like, Harry Smith from like the folklore stuff and just finding these artists, like playing on their porches and in their yards and recording them. Um, and they've, they've been unearthed over the years. Um, and this, this uh, record store is putting it together and putting it out. And um, there's two tracks that where that I found from them that are not directly off. They were recorded somewhere else. And it's by this guy, John Lee Ziegler. Um, and the song he's going to play that I'm going to play is called, if I, if I lose, let me lose. Um, and another interesting connection, Justin, you and I have talked about him, I think on the pod before Jake Xerxes Fussell, who we really enjoy, um, who put us out three albums on paradise of bachelor, an incredible kind of like folk guitarist, um, I would recommend everyone check out his, his albums. He does a cover. All of his songs are covers or interpretations of old folk songs that have been um, kind of forgotten to some degree. He does a cover of this. When I heard this track, I was like, oh man, that's a Jake Xerxes Fussell song, which I also really like and is on his self-titled album that I think came out in 2017. So anyways, I'm going to play this track by John Lee Ziegler. Again, you'll hear some of that ambience of like him in his yard. So like listen closely for some of the stuff you hear like kids playing in the background. Um, it's a super cool song, uh, incredibly raw and powerful. I'm very excited to, to pick up this album and hear the rest of the tracks um, from some of these artists from 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 the South, um, from the 60s to the 80s. So yeah, let's uh, let's give it a listen. So this is John Lee Ziegler. If I lose, let me lose. Up to the corner, back to the jail. Look mighty curly, but it ain't gone. Hell, I Lose your money, don't you lose your mind Lose your woman, don't 
it there he kind of riffs for a little bit awesome so that's john lee ziegler if i lose let me lose um off of a compilation that's out now uh hospitality state of mind um off of uh out of a record store that also serves as a record label the end of all music from mississippi cool um let's give it a let's give it the world uh kirk why don't you start for this one you ended this last one why don't you start for this one yeah um i don't have enough beer but this is a <laughs> this is a, a pound Okay, he's putting it back. Okay, putting it all I'll the way back. have to go to the fridge. It's more about the <laughs> theatrics. Awesome. You should have sold a little bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw the glass back. through the window. Yes. To oncoming <laughs> traffic. Yeah. Uh, tell us um, more. No, yeah. man, I dug that a lot. I really wish you wouldn't have cut it off the, the riff I'm at sorry. the end, but uh, you're feeling a little bit um, uh, insecure or something about that. But Maybe, yeah. No, maybe. <laughs> I loved it. I love the kind of constipated, syncopated guitar, which is not complex or anything, but different for a lot of old blues stuff. And um, anything that paired back and bluesy, I'm, I'm into automatically anyway. Somebody playing the spoons is really cool. Yeah, I, wasn't I that cool? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll definitely try to find some more of that. I, I'm pretty sure that record's not going to surface in Australia anytime soon, but if you want to mail <laughs> me one, man, for a few hundred bucks. I'm, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and I, or I'll, I'll, allow I'll, it. Burn, I'll burn you a copy of it and we'll... Uh... Yeah, that'd be good. I'll pay you for it. There we go. Yeah, awesome. so th there's one other track that's available somewhere. And I'm sure you can find it all because it's not... I think if you see in the... Um, I wish I should have brought it up. If you, if you, if you Google George Mitchell, uh, George Mitchell recordings, he does it. It's taken all from his recording. So you can find that stuff around on the internet. Um, I think this, this record company is kind of like, again, to Rob, they've mastered it and they've put some, some gems together. But yeah, George Mitchell uh, recordings. But yeah, uh, Bones, why don't you go ahead? Yeah, I'm going to give it a pound as well. Definitely. Um, yeah. No, I love the rawness of it. Um, the vocals, I don't know why it caught me off guard. Like I wasn't expecting his voice to sound like that. I got like these like, tracy chapman vibes from it like in a way i don't know why like yes this is like what i was thinking but i also love that rawness like the percussion like the spoons their feet stomping on the porch like yeah i just like felt like i was really getting into it like i was sitting there listening to it like on the porch with them you know like yeah um, like you said those ambient sounds added to it so much so no, that was cool I like a cool, a cool recording quality being as low fi yeah. as it was. Like it didn't have like yeah. that gritty, like, you know what I mean? Like some of like you, the old, you know what yeah. I mean? You yeah. could tell mm -hmm. they had that mic like straight up in his face. Like yeah, it was right like, up. they were very much like, you're going to be in your yard. So like, here's everything like right there. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is cool. Like, and you should listen to, if you like that again, I'm, I'm going to, I'm a big component of the Jake, Jake, Ver, Jake Xerces mm -hmm. Fussell, let me, his, his song, his track's just called Let Me Lose. All three of his albums have that same feel and just like a contemporary feel, but he keeps, he keeps some of that, that, um, the spirit to it, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, Rob, why don't you go ahead? Oh, is that a pound? I wasn't sure. Cause when I played brother wow. Theodos Taylor, you weren't a big fan. So I thought maybe I, I, I thought, I thought this wasn't in your wheelhouse, but yeah, tell me more. Uh, no, I thought that was a, a cool track. I was, um, I think very much like Jesse, like um, Kindred Spirits this episode, where I was like, <laughs> skeptical at first, and then uh, kind of won me over. Yeah, I thought the to uh, Kirk's point, I thought that the sort of like staccato riff was uh, like not very folksy, but also like very interesting. Yeah, and drew me in a little bit, and I thought I think the um story behind the record also too like drew me in more yeah. so than the yeah, song yeah, yeah, yeah. itself which yeah, is like, yeah yep that's part a lot of, that. of these older records is like i think that's part of the appeal is like the 
like the the history and right. the the story behind everything you're listening to sort of yeah. informs and helps elevate yeah. what you're listening to. And it's not quite for me. It's like it's nostalgia, but it's not nostalgia. It's like the preservation of something that yeah, I, otherwise and, never would have been heard the light of day, right? Like I would, guy, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I wouldn't I say nostalgia is the right term. It's like it's 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 yeah. it's the same way I read like like historical books or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's like you're. I'm interested. It's not like a nostalgia in the sense of like, oh, it's so no, precious. No, no, no. It's like, yeah. oh, this is really, really cool. And I'm listening to it, one, because the songs are good. And two, because uh, the context behind the songs is also like incredibly interesting. It's neat. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, sweet. Uh, and J-Mac, close, close us out. Yes, close us out. Beer up and a pounder. Okay. okay. Oh, yes. Okay. He's guzzling that back. Um, tell us more. Oh, I can't hear you. <laughs> I thought I thought I you just my bad, my bad. No, I thought you were waiting just, just a long just, time to answer. Just like, kind of just really like when you were like when you were like chug that sip, took a minute to compose yourself and then settled in, <laughs> and then you were like, nothing came out. It was like so great. I wish we filmed these on YouTube because like you'd be like, Dude, I, I, I have, have something that. important to say. Ah, and he had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Go um, I loved it so very much. That song gets a pound for a couple of reasons. Gets a pound for George Mitchell because you wouldn't have some of the amazing stuff on Fat Possum Records if it wasn't for yes. his recordings. They do a lot of the R.L. Burnside stuff that we've talked about. Yes, I did um, say that. Yeah. Junior Kimbrough, those guys, um, Sunhouse, um, and he. If if I, he's kind of, although they're they're very close in times, he's kind of like the. I would say for the the latter blues for like the hill country bluesmen of mississippi the like the low max of that if you will like of, of those types of recordings of yeah. like let me travel around in my car to all these places that are unheard of and record these artists um and so and then i just thought it was a, a great track so yeah thanks for bringing up the fat possum i should have said that i think kirk to your point you can find some of that george mitchell stuff i don't know if fat possum put out george mitchell stuff and like that song is on it um or if all the songs from this album are going to be already on earth but yeah the fat possum did put out some of that stuff before who's also they're also in oxford mississippi if i'm not yeah we thought when did we talk we talked about them i think with the chitlin circuit episode yeah yeah they put also, out all those reissues of Towns Van Zant stuff too. Yep. The only, which is amazing. The only beef I have is there's no liner notes on all the reissues. I don't know if that's true for all their stuff, but mm. uh, the Junior Kimbrough info. one I have the uh, that the one I think you just bought, Justin. The one, yeah. um, the, like the compilation. It's got great liner notes. Yeah, like they so does the so does the R L Burnside does as well. Yeah, reissues no, gotta have I liner notes. I got like seven of the Towns records because I got super into them at one point and I couldn't find the the OGs, but none of them. It's just the record comes out. There's oh. no liner notes at all. Yeah, and no, no information on the back either on any any of that stuff. Yeah, um, I feel like anyway. that's part of the that's part of like the the allure with that stuff is like having something yeah. to yeah yeah mm-hmm. get it together, fat possum, get it together. <laughs> uh, sweet. Uh, who wants to go next? We got Bones and J Mac just uh, waiting there, waiting to. I I can go. I'm a good okay. in between Rob and Jeff. All right. So I said. Um, I'm interested. Yeah, right. yeah. I said I was gonna, do, I was gonna do something cosmic, and I'm gonna, and this connects to our earlier episode of Americana. I'm gonna play something that I've never heard of this genre, but I'm gonna call, call it cosmic country folk. Um, and so this artist is actually, even though I would argue it's Americana music, is a UK artist. 
Um, and they were featured in one of the aquarium drunkard, um, like band camp Friday list of things to check out. And this is, I'm going to play. While you bring that up, is it, it was numero group or one of the reissue labels. They do like a, it's called wayfaring strangers. It's cosmic country, but I don't know about cosmic country folk. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm not even sure I know what that means. Um, I didn't either until this album, but <laughs> so this, you album, don't know until you see it. That's you're right. Nice. See it. Until you're in the cosmos. Until you're... So, the, so <laughs> yeah. the album is, uh, Bobby Lee and the, or the artist is Bobby Lee. The album is Shakedown and Slab Town, which is an amazing, <laughs> Look at that cover, amazing. <laughs> and this album. just came out. It, it? Yeah, it came out, okay. uh, in 2020 at some oh, point, wow. okay, like right towards is, the end. Yeah. Um, but it is um, swampy music. It's like, and I think we mentioned this in another episode, like there's a certain type of music and sound that comes out of hot, humid places. And yeah. this is it's like one of those things. I'm not going to, the, the track I'm about to talk about, I'm not going to play, um, but they do a cover of um, a hymnal. Uh, Were You There When They Crucified My Lord, which is amazing. It's all, all of this is instrumental. Um, but that it's that track is amazing on it. It's a it's a split between that and how can a poor man stand such times and live. But it's it's so good. Um, but I'm gonna play the track. It's 11 minutes. I'm not gonna play all 11 minutes. Um, but it is, this is such a, a fucking jam. The song is it's called "Join Me in L.A. Boogie." Okay, I'm I'm there. I'm coming. Bobby Lee, join me in L.A. Boogie from Shakedown and Slabtown. Okay, some stanky stuff right there. <laughs> right? Uh, Bones, why don't you kick us off for this one? Beer back. Poundtown Bones tonight. He's back, baby. Kids pounding all day. He's loving it. Crush that can. Empty, Crush man. it. Empty. 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 A, can, a can finisher. Throw, throw no, it across your house. Throw it at your children. That was, that was sick. Uh, I loved it. At first, like... Listening to the first part, I was like, this is total swamp music. You hit it on the head. It was like that that shaker it sounded like mm-hmm. cicadas or Katie Dids or whatnot. <laughs> like in the background, like this is super swampy. Then then like the mid part of the song, it started to pick up a little bit. I was getting some like seventies Southern rock vibes. And then it exploded into this like baby of 70s southern rock with like the stones yeah if you had like a redneck british baby <laughs> that's what you give me get. shelter like right. Yeah. Right. seriously loved it no Loving it was great it, it was okay. great loved it. bones will be listening to bobby lee all day tomorrow folks <laughs> the uh, redneck british baby yes Eric, why don't you go ahead why don't you go ahead i'll slam a bit downtown Putting it back. I should announce. I should announce the slam before I slam it. Yeah, it's yes. all good. 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah. Okay. Tell us. First more. of all, as you mentioned, yeah, Shakedown and Slabtown, the dumbest but best name ever. Right. <laughs> um, I googled Slabtown while we were listening to it. There's a bunch of Slabtowns in the U.S. One of them, one of them is in Pennsylvania, so I fully expect you Pennsylvania no, dudes to get I'm shaken going. down there by the time the year's out. Tomorrow, but apparently, there's also a red breakfast. light district. Yeah, it was a red light district in Atlanta in the 19th century, and there's like a Walking Dead episode called Slabtown. So I don't know if I have really? no idea what all these connections are, but okay. Anyway, it was cool. I liked it. I like. I mean, it, I really just heard "Gimme Shelter" the whole last half of the song, which yeah, is not a bad thing. I think that's the best, yeah. the best, you know, rock song ever written, maybe. But uh, uh, yeah, I was fully into the Stones vibes and that that shaker for sure. Mm-hmm. So everything about it was cool. Justin, does the rest of the album sound like that? Or is this, is this like an eclectic? I feel like some of these albums, you can get a song like that. And then you mentioned something like a hymnal. Would you say that's characteristic of the whole album? It's characteristic of, of the kind of like um, drifty, cosmic at the beginning that you get. Okay. Um, there's other ones that have some like good guitar solos in there, but they're not 11 minutes long um by any okay. means but yeah I, 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 the, the, it, it's all got a good kind of jamming vibe to it yeah cool okay rob go ahead <clears throat> oh oh he's got a, he's got a, he's he's thinking oh is this gonna be a, i think it's gonna be a no set. i think it's gonna be a no set. i think it's gonna be a no set. i don't feel i mean rob this isn't that's 11 minutes rob I know, I not, feel it. he's not he's not a jam band guy <laughs> He's never liked jam bands. I know. I know. I don't like jam bands either, but I don't. I don't no, I don't but I'm just saying jam. I don't mean I'm, that's a jam band. Oh, oh. That, okay. I know Jeff hates uh, the bifurcation. I might, of, I might, I might advocate things. that we get rid of the sip, to be honest with you. I think it's a cop out. But, anyways, we'll get that to another. We'll get <laughs> no, that. Hey, no, slam or no here, slam. Here's, <laughs> Kirk likes it. Here's here's here's, here's what I would like to say. I was deeply conflicted about this. I know you uh, were. because I think the fact uh, that Justin, this is no reflection on you and your uh, like of the music, but the fact of the first quote that he yes, puts on is. his band camp is "Worn Denim Instrumental Psych Country" is the first quote he chose to put of a review of this record. Says a lot about who he thinks he is as a person, which uh, deeply, deeply concerns me. Of Bobby Lee from UK, from Sheffield. Uh, so oh, man. This, yes. Yeah. Well, well, this, this is why... This sounds this, like a no sip, man. I don't know. No, no, no. This is why... This is um, why I hedged a little bit there. Okay, because, okay, okay. like, the music was cool. But for me as a person, I think we addressed this in the hardcore episode for the listeners that have listened to this episode. We're like, I've, it's, it's a, it's a character flaw of me, but like, I can't, I can't, if, if, if I think the, the people writing the music stink, I find it a hard time to connect to the music. Like the first thing that, the first thing that, the first thing that I look at when I see a band is like, Oh, where are they from? Cause it's just like how I grew up. And it's like, Oh, where's that hardcore band from? Because that like, like if I think they're like not, like I I find it hard to enjoy music that I also don't personally identify with the people that are making that music. You don't like Sheffield people? No, I I, <laughs> I, 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 think, I that's think, a bold think, statement. That's a bold statement. I don't. I know. I know. I don't I'm not like saying it's. I'm not saying it's universal, but like some dude like Bobby Lee from Sheffield that writes some like derivative country music. And the first thing that he chooses to put for the review of his music is wow. Warren Denham instrumental psych country 
from the wow. Raven sings the blues thing is like, cool. That says a lot about who you think you are. And like that rubs me the wrong way. Not to say this music is bad. I enjoyed okay. the, the, the music. I have nothing bad to say about like the musicianship and the song that I enjoyed, but the fact that I like chose mm. to dive a little bit deeper uh, was my fault. <laughs> As I was listening true, to the song, true, fair, fair. yeah, you, yeah like, if, 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 on, on its face, the song was a good song, which is why I gave it a little bit of a sip because, like, the song itself. He was keeps cool. saying now a little bit oh, of a I know, sip. He's, 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 he's going I, further. I, I stuck my tongue in my beer. <laughs> uh, if you go back to what I said, as soon as I took a sip, I said Jeff hates the fact that I bifurcate like oh, all yeah, these sort of yeah, sip yeah, situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jeff is like, well, the rules don't apply to me when I don't want to apply to them. Like, oh, Soul Glow, I'll listen to a Holy P next week. And yada yada yada. Yeah, that was great. Anywho's so that's fine. That's fine. Exceptional, exceptional, exceptionalism is a thing, and thank you for pointing it out, Jeff. Uh, so yeah, that's my comment. Okay. And will I you do step- your we do your Sheffield UK accent of <laughs> no, that was that was me Denham. pretending some guy from Sheffield being like oh, Warren Denham, instrumental psych country. What is that? What is that? That's 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 the right. first quote on his band camp that he chose yeah. to double quote. There's two quotes in the first thing, so there's the misspelling, so there's grammar errors for your <laughs> teachers in the, the room. Man, come on. No, look at the first thing. There's there's two I'm quote marks. I was vibing out to the song, man. I that's what reading. I'm saying. The, yeah. I had my eyes closed. I was in the cosmos, baby. All right. I qualify this being like, <laughs> this is a character flaw that I've already had. So I sipped. All right. All right Justin gets a go. sip in the records. Move I'm about, along. I'm about to mute you in a second. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go next. All right. Well, I'm going to mute you next time you play a full record for your... It was an eight-minute song that I played. It was three songs that collectively added up to eight minutes. Um, but the, I mean, the, okay, that's fine. Anyways, I'm pounding it. Um, partly because Sorry, what I've been teacher. saying, what I've been saying all all night. One, I want to thank you guys. I'm being sincere now. Like I'm hearing a lot of stuff that is slightly getting me out of my rut of like, oh, cool, that like scratches an itch, and that that one did. I think all three songs that we've heard so far have scratched an itch in a different genre, and that one does. Like I could I could boogie out to that tomorrow. I'm I'm gonna listen to it tomorrow. So if I'm following the rubric, again, I mentioned the like the stanky bass line was awesome. I loved it. It sounded like it should be playing at our fictional lounge. Like it had a live element feel to it. Like I could picture a band in the corner while people are playing pool, um, and it's like it's that band um you know what i mean like they may be wearing worn out denim but that's cool at the lounge that's what they should be wearing <laughs> no, um so that, i'm good with this so i'm gonna give it a pound i disagree well they don't, get, book, they don't get they get booked once and don't come back i, I book them <laughs> twice then just to spite you um all right let's uh bones you close this out with the song that you're gonna give for the last call and then uh perfect well uh we'll kick the folks out of the lounge <laughs> all right um i don't have too much of a preamble for mine it's uh Kind of inspired, like I said, I've been listening to uh, some more hardcore since our hardcore episode and uh, trying to dive into some new stuff. Also, partially inspired by uh, the Soul Glow stuff you yeah, <laughs> shared last out. week, actually. So, I've been listening to that a lot and diving into some of this. So, this band, um, they're called Blood Menace. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Already chugging my entire. Beer. The the way I'm going to describe it. Oh, do like, we want to? You want to do it? You want to chug before you hear the song, Rob? Oh, oh, we haven't done that in a while. Chug before the oh, song. Man, and then, and then, let me, no, and then let me say no this. Sip, I'm expecting some no sips here. Just just okay. gonna put okay. this out here. Dude, I can't I'm believe you're not. Doing, no I thought sips. you were gonna do the fruit bats or the his cold. He's doing it. Yes, yeah. yes. I, yes. I feel like that was too predictable. 
Okay. Oh, right. Rob, Rob's giving it the preemptive chug. If you remember, I'm also he, very depressed on all of you that no one did his Golden Messenger. I thought it was coming. Up no, I just said that. Sure. Yeah, I thought I, I love the new. Yeah, I was just addressing what you. Yeah, it's great. I haven't it's looked at it. It's a good record. Yeah, then. I'm wearing my his shirt too. Actually. Oh, look at that. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all right. So for our listeners out there, Rob just pre-pounded, which means if he doesn't like the track. Wait. I have to finish the rest of the beat. Yeah, no, yes. Jesse has to pound. You have to, you have to, to self-induced vomit. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think that that's happened to all of us after this podcast. Well, it is might, over, it so might. It's a, yeah. All right, so Bones, keep going. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Blood right. menace. So, so I'm, ex- I'm expecting some no-sips, but that's all right. I don't care. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to describe this as a metal soul glow. I'm going to go out and, and say that, all right? Okay, so I think, I think, you, think you know who's going to get the this, no-sip. When I, when I listen to this, it just... <laughs> Blew my pants off, <laughs> literally. Blood menace. Blood Coming menace. Coming from a man that has three kids, so his pants do not come up. Blood menace. Uh, this came we'll out get in that December. Cover, folks. Yes. The song is futile. Love it. Here we go. Blood menace. Pumping up the energy for I'm the last, sure. the it's last midnight. song of the last call. Twelve fifteen a.m. <laughs> For us and you're you're right. not gonna sleep for the next hour and a half because this is gonna <laughs> pump you up. This All right, here we go. You've never heard enough. anything like this before. Here we go. <laughs> Yo, yo, where Get. did you find that? Like, were no, you just like eating your Cheerios one morning and like scrolling through? Like, how did yeah. you find that? It was actually on Brooklyn Vegan on oh, really? like some of the top hardcore metal wow. tracks. Yeah, that just came out. <laughs> yeah, in December. God, I'm not gonna be able to sleep straight, tonight. Straight out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> Jesse, can you play that again? That was that might be the best song that's been played in this podcast ever. Full on. All right, let's start. Rob, do do I th- I saw you drink it. He's keeping going. Yeah, he's going. He's going the distance. Okay. But that what did song you- was fucking awesome. Like how I don't know what else to that? say. I'm Jesse, I'm fully flabbergasted by that too. <laughs> like that was like, like I, I said it before Jeff maybe Chuck again, but like I think that was the favorite song we've played on this podcast to date. Like it's it's it an ends? EP. I, I I've listened to it like it, a couple times this week. Like the more like, I listen to it, the more I like it. <laughs> it was like it was it was like fucking rad. It shredded. It was totally absurd. And it was like also badass at the same time. Like I got nothing bad to say about it. Like if I'm gonna listen to a band like that, that's exactly what I was to sound like. And it was in and out in less than two minutes. Like, I, what more do I have to say? Like that yeah. song fucking ripped. It kind of a it lot of it. elements too. Like even near the end there, it kind of got like post emo. Yeah, you had, mm-hmm. emo, you like, had like the I was like oh like, that's that's out of left field a little bit. You right? had like mm-hmm. the dissonant harmonies. Had some piano stuff. Oh my god. I will talk about the song for the next four hours. We start another podcast where we just break down just the CP. That so right. Move on for me, please. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go next because I'm going to do the same. Oh. 
That song was so fucking good. I did Jesse. like that song. I mean, I love the Holy Soul Glow shit. album that I play, but I'm going to go with also that. Like, I've been listening to a lot of older hardcore stuff that I listened to and, and kind of, I've been listening to a lot of Screamo stuff. Rob, you know Orchid. I loved Orchid. Oh, so My good. cousin was played with them and Wolves and like that type of like super kind of Screamo or early 2000s hardcore. Mm-hmm. And that that scratched every itch and like took it another distance. Oh, like so. very like very like daughters, but like a little bit of like daughters, but like controlled, where yeah. like daughters was just like full on chaos yeah. or like locust or something like that. Where like I, it was yeah. that, but like focused in a way that was like so fucking satisfying. It was <laughs> so good. Yo, Rob, you're like going crazy, oh, son. No. Um, yeah, that was. I, that I was, love it. No, man. I, I know what you're I, listening to all day tomorrow. I I took a hard L on the, uh, for the listeners who listen to the tournament, I took a hard L on the tournament, but like that made it all worth it because this was fun. <laughs> this that song great. was fucking great. <laughs> Kirk, why don't you go ahead? Let's, let's, <laughs> Rob will keep talking. Okay. We'll stop about it. Uh, Done for right. the night. Right, I'm okay. checking I'm going to chunk the rest of this pick. Oh, is he going for a chunk oh too? God. Oh, he's putting it back. Wow. He's a menace. He's a menace man. That was a new, I feel like that was a new beer, by the way. I had to go to the fridge to get another beer. <laughs> okay. It was a Cooper's. Cooper's is like the um Cooper's is like the Sam Adams of, of Australia. Oh, okay, like, cool. Not super not like Budweiser, but not craft. But uh anyway, so just yeah, awesome. mention that. <clears throat> yeah, cool. I don't like Sam Adams, by the way, but Cooper's is good. No offense to you, Boston boys. No, yeah, fuck no, Sam Adams. No <laughs> uh, most of their beer okay. most of their beers brewed in uh, Ohio anyway, so they can go King oh, Rocks. All right. Well, um, I never listened to that fucking music and that double kick drum. I literally Googled triple kick drum because I was unsure how many kick drums were in the in the thing. And if a little double or double bass drum comes in, it's it puts me off. But if it's still a bass drum the whole fucking time, then I'm, I guess I'm sold. I don't know. I didn't know that until just now. But really, what sold me was that dude's vocals, and he vo- he yeah. definitely vomited in the middle of the track, right? And like there was some serious shit going on there. And so that, yeah, I'm into uh, it. Yeah. We've never discussed it before, but we never, we definitely, we maybe have, but we definitely need a T-shirt that says, "I never listen to that fucking music." <laughs> We also have Jesse's other T-shirt. I got to bring it up here. But with Jesse on the hip hop, he said, oh, man, I can't remember the quote now, but he says something around like, I'm not into that. I can't remember. I'm going to get it so we can have that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. That either. was from the hip hop. Oh, yeah, that was, was so, so good. Uh, yeah. yeah, but all right, cool. We got. We're starting a T-Public story. I, like, I can't say that. that I'm into that or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was funny. But, but, yeah. but, J-Mac, yeah. go ahead. J-Mac's going to put on a beer that he's going to fucking skull. He's going to put on a beer helmet with the two taps and just chuck. (laughs) A sip? I'm giving a sip. What? Here's the whistle down at the end of the There's never been more double bass drum in a song. I know. (laughs) Here's why. I feel like that song has an identity crisis. <laughs> <laughs> that was the whole point, my guy. It gives you an identity crisis. <laughs> right, right. I, I have PTSD after listening to it. Put it on again. That's the point. Maybe that's the point. Jesse, put it on again. Just put it on. <laughs> but what I'm saying, it's definitely a sip because I have to listen to it again to like fully break down what was going what was on. But it doesn't mean I'm going to listen to it eating my Cheerios in the morning. But right. yeah, it. Yeah, I'm in shock. Maybe that I just don't know what what the <laughs> rating system is. Anymore. That could be true. It was a very shocking song in a in a, uh, in a glorious way. But I love the name. I love the album artwork. Yeah, 
what label is that on bones is and you said they're from pittsburgh is because that yeah, I, I yeah. Like, um I, good question because it's like an offshoot apparently of this dude who's in a uh a post-hardcore band called shin guard i oh, did yeah, see this i think um, i read yeah, the yeah. same article that you read <laughs> yeah. great great band name shin guard. yeah uh i'm not sure what this is released on it doesn't say on the uh, really, uh, they, I couldn't imagine they're unsigned. Somebody picked them up, but yeah, Must there's have. been a bunch of cool. I almost played. There's a bunch uh, of cool hardcore regional justice center. Um, just put out a cool album that's really awesome, and I think uh, Third Face is another band. There's some really cool like hardcore kind of screamo stuff coming out right now. Yeah. So it looks like the album is self-released. Mm. Well, I think we should start a record label and sign them right now. The Needle and Groove Lounge <laughs> Records first album, Blood Menace. So, uh, also, to, to add to the radness of this band, uh, all the proceeds from the release of the record go towards Sister PGH, which is a mm-hmm. black and trans led nonprofit organization. Mm-hmm that serves people of color, trans, and non-binary people in southwestern Pennsylvania, and One Hood, which is a collective of socially conscious artists and activists who utilize art to raise awareness. So they're taking zero dollars from uh, this absolutely ripping EP uh, <laughs> for like some fucking rad-ass causes. So... Which is pretty cool. And that's something I don't think we talked enough about when we talked about hardcore is... Like I was watching the old Fugazi documentary instrument and like all they did was play benefit shows. Right. Which is like benefit for this anti-apartheid. And like, that's a huge part of the punk and hardcore community that I'm not sure you see in too many other genres of like, we're going to put on the show. Uh, It's a benefit show, whether it's, we used to do toys for tot show, Rob. I mean, we put those on shows, but like all the money was raised. It would go to some sort of benefit. I think that's a pretty cool thing in the punk scene. But, yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna upgrade. I'm I'm upgrading not oh. because of what you. I'm not because. Oh, of yeah, what. you are. Yeah, you <laughs> no, are. You no, don't no, want to no. be on record not pounding a song. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not because of the, not because of the context that we just gave, <laughs> which I think is amazing. But I was thinking about, we we talked. Um, we didn't talk about it, but Jeff, you uh, sent me the um, the transmission podcast with. Um, we referenced her in the last episode. Amanda, Amanda, Pruchers. Amanda, yeah. But um, this idea of listening to music for comfort, like versus listening to music to like that's challenging to expand yourself. Um, and so, so I'm still thinking about it as y'all are talking. I'm still thinking about the song. So you know, I got to upgrade if I'm still thinking about a song and like what's going on. I thought you were about to say that song made you feel comfortable, which is cool. <laughs> like, just, is that's it, your thing, man. I mean, is, like... is it weird that like when I heard that, I was like, mm. it was like a warm blanket of like hardcore nonsense that came yes, around me. And I was like, this is, I was like, this is delightful. I was like, I will, yeah, like, this was, this was more comfortable. This was more comfortable for me than listening to like all of the Americana songs. I had to do the research for that. Like this was yeah, like I get the, I get what's happening here. That Americana thing. I was like, this is not cool. I don't. Know. You just better hope none of those dudes end up being from Sheffield and Blood Menace. Oh right. no, fuck. Right. No, Bobby Lee's never gonna write some bullshit like that. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. Well, there we go. Blood Menace closing out at the lounge at the last call. I don't know if our patrons went running away, screaming out of the lounge after hearing that. I or, mean, it was, it was a good or, sign to get them out on last call. Or trying right. to get more, but cool. <laughs> well, Kirk, man, thanks a lot for seriously for hanging out. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on the other episode. And you should, uh, enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Well, we'll Kirk, you have to go. Time. You have to go start the rest of your day. Oh, it's already started. What time is it there now for you? Almost two Lunch o'clock time. p.m. So I can start winding oh. down. You know. Oh, so. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly. Damn. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Awesome. I'm jealous. I know, right? Jeez. This is a late one for the lounge for us. The latest. This the longest lounge. Longest lounge. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Kirk, thanks a lot, man. You want to come yeah, on again sometime? You. you should seriously, if you're anytime. Yeah, I'm not doing right. anything right now, so. Yeah. I'm on leave until July, so I'm any you know once a week I'm here. Yeah, how old is your little one? I, 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 I... Uh, she's 11 months old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk, awesome. if there's a topic you want to address, like text Justin or whoever. Thanks, man. Come on. Like you'd love to. Yeah. I appreciate it. Just that was fun. Out. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Definitely. I do also just want to say before I don't know if I can call you Bones. We just met, but yes, yeah, you definitely. Uh, <laughs> totally. 100%. I'm pretty sure you played a you played an Australian. Uh, song and a song from australian band a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and um yeah it made me feel really guilty for not like i've been here six years now but i don't really pay attention to the well, i don't listen to anything but neil young anymore so i don't pay attention to like the local music scene or whatever <laughs> but uh, but i did try really hard I, I listened to a lot of stuff for this episode to try to get some australiana out there and there's some good stuff out there but that uh, that body prince billy one took the cake in the end but um yeah i appreciate it made me realize i should try to listen to local stuff so i've been doing that more so awesome Uh, yeah you'll have to let us know what you find totally there's one band that i'll shout out just because they're from that they live down the block from me apparently i didn't know this but they're called they have maybe the worst name ever it's the psychedelic porn crumpets it's like a psychedelic rock band i was gonna play one of their songs if you're interested in that kind of stuff they're pretty they're pretty solid but yeah that's that's awesome. We have Blood Menace opening as the second though porn com- crumpets. <laughs> porn crumpets. <laughs> porn crumpets. Awesome. That's great. Bobby Lewis. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right, fellas, I'm going to close awesome. this out. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Last Call, presented by the Needle and Groove Lounge. We hope you found something tonight that you pounded to, or at least sipped to. We have quite the range. Again, please be sure to come on to the show this Thursday night. It's going to be called The Open Bar from 8.45 to 11.45 p.m. Get onto our Zoom, bring a song, we'll criticize it. You can stick around and criticize our songs and other songs. Again, the Zoom link can be found in our bio on our Instagram at Needle Groove Lounge. Check it out. We hope to see you then. And again, follow us on Instagram for more music and music-related content. And send this pod out to music lovers in your life. Come and join the Needle and Groove Lounge community. Have a good night.